coming up on today's show. I just received a proposal <laughs> to be starring in one of the reality shows on Netflix, and I am considering it, so I'm still thinking about it. But it's funny you said that, because I literally just received an invitation to be a part of it. Put your guns down, but your time on it Welcome to another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment, featuring interviews with guests who are having success in entertainment, primarily music. I am Bruce Wozniak, talking to guests who are singers, songwriters, musicians, recording artists, and more from the worldwide music community. Be sure you are on the list for the weekly e-newsletter. Yes, I am aware that a lot of people are trying to get you to join their mailing list. That's because those folks want to bombard you to the point where you ultimately are going to hit the unsubscribe button. I'm happy to report that I only send out once a week. That's it, on Wednesday, when a new episode of this show comes out. So make sure you're signed up to receive that for free to your inbox. If you're not already getting it, go to my podcast website, nhte.net, and pop your email address into the sign-up box. I do publish exclusives in there from time to time, so don't miss out. I love hearing from listeners of this show. You can write to podcast at nhte.net, or instead of email, you are welcome to DM me through the at Now Hear This Entertainment Instagram account. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York, my guest is a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and fashion model who in June put out a 13-song collection of remixes one week after having released a music video from one of her singles from last year. She has worked with some of the leading DJs, remixers, and producers in the world, and she is a member of ISINA Inc., a music talent search and mentoring program involving some very notable names in music. She is originally from Latvia, but moved to and started performing in the UK as a teenager before moving in 2016 to the US and has built up a tremendous following as evidenced by a combined total of more than 2 million video views on her official YouTube channel and more than a million streams on her top song on Spotify. You've been hearing a song of hers called Numb. Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Kiana Key. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for such beautiful introduction. It's such a pleasure to be here today and talking to you. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here, and you're welcome for the introduction. You've done a lot to, to earn all of that, so it's a great way to start because it's a certainly a proud accomplishment, I'm sure, all those things that are rattled off. I appreciate that. Thank you. Kiana, let's get started by having you share with the audience all about the song of yours that was playing called Numb, especially since I was talking over it and they couldn't hear the lyrics as clearly as you and I would have liked. Well, yes, absolutely. That's my one of the latest releases. And um, the song, as I always like when I write a song, it always has has like two different meanings. One is more deep and I'm not going to say it's political, but something like that that touches our little problems around us and always a fun side of it. So for now, the fun part is that it's a clubby and cool song, you know, for you to just take your, forget about your struggles for some time, you know, and just like maybe go out, have a drink, relax, let it go. Just let it 
go and um tomorrow is another day and everything gonna start again but you know it's gonna be a new you hopefully in a good way because i also say like honor your world which means like don't do anything crazy like take it easy but just have fun and let go of your struggles but see i like that because I can see the ability to accomplish both things that you said. You can tackle a serious message, something political or whatever is current events through the lyrics, but then you can Mm -hmm. make it fun by way of the melody and the beat and whatever you do to it musically. Yes, that's exactly, that was my approach. And I always love with my music to like bring some happiness and maybe to cheer people up or just like, you know, we all need, a little bit more happy in our lives, especially currently, you know, with whatever's going on in the world. Super sad. But here I am talking, like my actual verse starts with, put your guns down, bet your time on it. It will end, but very slowly. Just honor your world, honor your world. Whatever's your goal, never give up. So this is something that like, put your guns down in my, you know, let's take like relationship you know, subject here, like stop fighting, stop ah. arguing. You have to let it go. Let the person speak. Let the person tell their mind. You stop. Just listen. It will end. You know, the person gonna stop. You know, it will all end. Let it go. Just honor your world. Honor your world. And whatever is your goal, never give up. So focus on your own self in this moment. Because honestly, if you keep fighting, you kind of like get. Um, intoxicated with the bad energy from the other person and it can be your friend it can be your family it, depending on a listener here wow. so whatever is your situation I like you to remember that arguing is not gonna take you far in most of the cases so sometimes you just gotta let go you know take take it easy go out maybe have a drink relax let your body like loosen up dance the whole night and you know It's going to get better this way. Yeah, I like that because you've left it nice and open to interpretation where it doesn't have to only be literally about, say, war, for example, when you're talking about put down your guns. So that's great that it's so open to interpretation that people can pull it into whatever their own situation is. Where does the title numb come from, though? Oh, so because um, later on in my lyrics, I'm actually talking about discover you drink like it's saturday pour over that okay so here this line pour over that top for that guy down it here i'm kind of like that person that hurt you maybe in this moment you know pour over that top you know take a big shot down it you know it's gonna help you like forget it and let it go uh. so next my chorus i'm actually saying wop wop that's kind of like a gunshot like wop wop but drinking it all up wop wop drink until your pain is numb so here, the mm. drink, you know, alcohol, it's like um, <laughs> a little drug that helps us with our endorphins and everything. So you kind of feel numb to the pain. So here I'm kind of talking about, okay, take a drink. You maybe have a drink and um, numb the pain for a little while. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's talk about some of your recent projects. I mentioned in the intro that in June you put out a 13-song collection of remixes. Mm -hmm. This is really cool to me. It's the same song 13 times, meaning a bunch of different collaborators. Walk us through that whole process, meaning how you chose who would be featured throughout these remixes, and then were they free to do whatever they wanted with the song? Was there anything you heard that you had to get into the uncomfortable position of saying, I don't like this version enough to put it on the release. Just explain how you assembled that whole project, because it seems like there's a lot of moving parts to it. 
Mm-hmm. So um, it was a process. It didn't take a day. And of course, I had to pick uh, the DJs uh, to create remixes because the song is very very special to me it's very inspirational and empowering and i want every person who hears it to either be excited inspired to go working out you know to go work out or go i don't know accomplish something that you're working on or in another scenario just like go and ask for a better position at your job you know but feel proud of yourself be uh, sure of who you are and go get this goddess you got this so that's what the song is about so it's very special and important and choosing djs um, because there's a lot of people there's so many incredible and talented people out there and producers and you can't have 100 remixes even if you want wanted to it's like a little too overwhelming for the listener but um even though i still had to take some of them out it's not the whole collection <laughs> there's more ah. maybe i will really later but so far i picked my favorite ones the ones that i relate to and i really like and i actually keep listening on a daily basis to Mm. some of them even for myself it gives me a lot of like strength and just if i'm feeling bored or i don't want to do something when i listen to it it just like kind of motivates me Ah, love it yeah some of the remixes right there you can see like dirty disco dan thomas i already worked with and uh, they created several remixes for my other songs, previous songs. So I keep working with them. They're incredible, incredibly talented DJs and producers. So I contacted them and was like, okay, I have this song. It's super amazing. Like, it's very big and I want a powerful, powerful remix. So they did a great job and people can actually dance to it right now. So it's very clubby and um, festival-like songs. Now, when you go down the list of the 13, was that the case with all of them, meaning that you picked the DJ and you said, this is what I want? Or were any of them a case of, I picked the DJ, but I just let him do his own thing. I didn't give him a certain direction to go in. Oh, yes, absolutely. And some of them, I didn't even pick the DJs. They ah. sent me the attraction. Like, I'm in love with it. You did a great job. Thank you so much. And I accepted them for my album. Because a lot like Frank Zosky and Pang Joy, they just... So heard the song and they asked for a cappella and my manager sent it over and they sent these remixes like a week or two later and I was like I love them I'm definitely including them in my album yeah so some some of the like even with um Dirty Disco and Dan Thomas I never say like okay you gotta do this I never tell them what to do I just tell them well this song is big and I want it to be inspirational you know and like for a person to like keep going to whatever dream or target they have. And they just go from that. It's just a feeling of this like little words that you can put like a mood. A mood of the song is that and that. And they go from there. It's very interesting because every person works different way and they also have different interpretation of whatever you tell them. Yes, exactly. I was just going to say, you might tell them this is the kind of vibe. And to you, that kind of vibe might be one thing. And to them, that kind of vibe might be something totally different, which is great because it does open it up to their own interpretation, like you said. And it's super interesting because when I receive it and I'm about to play it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited because I can have no idea what they're, what it's going to sound like. Like, I actually just received another remix for Goddess last week. And I'm like, oh my God, we have we have a lot of remixes coming still. <laughs> like people all over the world, they just find that a cappella, they take it and they create remixes. Mm. So it's always 
little gift, you know, like a Christmas gift. Oh my God, let me hear it. It's beautiful. Or like, it's very interesting. That's great. That's great. Another recent project of yours is the music video that came out a week before the 13 song Goddess Remixes project that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. The music video is for your song Numb, which we played at the beginning of the show. And check this out, audience. Already, there are more than 320,000 views on the video. Kiana, I watched the video. Very well done. And I did see that you wrote and directed it. Walk us through that project. Where was it shot? How long did it take? Any behind-the-scenes insights you can share with us? Just all the details about the official music Mm -hmm. video for Numb. Yes, well, that was a super exciting project, even though it was quite spontaneous. So I wasn't planning on shooting the music video then. Mm. It was shot, I would say, um, I don't know exactly, but it was like a little before, I would say maybe like even half a year ago. It's been a while. I mean, half a year before I released it. So it's been a while. Oh, I see. Because I'm doing a lot, like sometimes I'm doing the edits, and I'm a part of color grading process and all these little things that post-production requires. I'm a creative director of all of that. So it takes longer than would be better. Like it would be better if it would come out much earlier. But because I'm the only one person and it takes a lot of my time. So, you know, it's a process. So when we, I went to Miami, I think we were actually, it was either... Um, I was performing there. It was one of the performances. And my friend, Ariana Castelli, that Goddess is released with. She's a featuring artist on a Goddess that we just spoke about. Um, the remixes package, that's actually a song Goddess is together with Ariana Castelli. She's my dear friend and an amazing, amazing singer. So she came with me to Miami. And I was like, hmm, you know what? I really want to shoot the music video for now. And I have my friend Ariana here and DJ Citizen Jane, um, who's, she's based in Miami. And I'm contacting Dave Berger, the girl that's actually pe- featured on NUM. She's a rapper from New York. And I'm like, hi, how about coming over to Miami? Just come down to Miami and let's shoot an incredible music video because it's a little easier there. I know a lot of people. Uh, and we can just do it like this week. And she literally packed her bag, bags and came <laughs> to us. Super spontaneous. I found the location for the shoot in one day, one day before the shoot. It was mm. literally, I was like, um, well, we can shoot here. We can shoot all these possible locations. But then the one day before the shoot, I was like, I found an incredible place. And that was on Peerspace. There's an incredible website anyone can use. It's free to use it. And uh, you can find a location for just like a few hours for your shoot or a photo shoot, whatever you want. So I found that one. It was like a prison location. Yeah. And you have this big building and all these little rooms in one building. So it's like a little warehouse, let's ah. say. And you have like little, it's like on set at the Universal Studios. You know, yeah. like you have but it's just a little room nobody would know it's a little room and the next like like shoot location is literally like a meter away from you mm. so i found that and came up with the idea i was literally writing um step by step idea in the morning on the way to the shoot location mm. <laughs> it was super hectic but incredible because when you go with the flow and when you just like you know because when we plan it plan something most of the time something will go wrong right and we're like oh we're upset and we're like oh my god this is not how i planned it 
But then when you go with the flow and you're already ready for all these things that can pop up, you don't get upset. You just get excited. You're oh, yes, let's do this. Oh, you know, how about, you know, so it was super cool. A lot of spontaneous things. But I did have a step by step like a scenario, let's say, for the video shoot right before we started shooting. So it was fun. And Dave Berger is a part of it. She's um, on a song with me. She's rapping. And my dear friends, DJ Citizen Jane and Ariana Castelli, because everyone was there at the time. So everything worked out. Okay. So what about, and by the way, folks, in case you didn't catch it, Peerspace, P-E-E-R-S-P-A-C-E, peerspace.com <laughs> is the website that Kiana said. But Kiana, so if you kind of planned it, more or less last minute, kind of the day of. Yeah. What about the costumes, the wardrobe in the video? So that, no, that, yes, that was all um, made and handmade last minute, but <laughs> incredible, incredible. Uh, Gabriella Pars, she uh, was making outfits and swimsuits for me for a while already. And actually the iconic uh, swimsuit that I'm wearing in my Coconut Rum and Coke video that I'm most known for was made by her too so she literally worked day and night to handmade our, our, our outfits and day burger a day before flying to me she came picked it up and came um, for the shoot and mm. we shot that day wow. yes so she created everything last minute and we collaborated on the ideas for the swimsuits they are like um double-sided like you can switch them in colors ah. that's why it looks like we have more outfits than I actually had because a lot of swimsuits I would just turn around and wear it with the other side and it's a different color so it worked out perfectly I'm actually wow. still wearing that they're super cool and available for order through Gabriella Paris on Instagram or any other social platform that's so cool and so audience please as I said I watched it and I thought the video was great so when you go and watch it now you have a little inside scoop from Kiana herself that you'll get to see her and say, well, I wonder if that right there is just the one that she just had a minute ago turned inside out. So that's really cool insight. Something else that you did recently, and this was really recently, was performing at the Dinosaur Weekend last month in California. Tell us about your performance there. Oh, my goodness. That was epic. Honestly, I'm still there. Like, my soul is still there. I didn't (laughs) expect how incredible it how great it could be because people there were absolute sunshines people we met and it was i don't know something so special about it it felt like a huge huge family but like in a good way you know like not like that you're more nervous because it's your family watching you perform all the eyes it's just like so so much love there and it was my first time at the dinosaur it's an incredible uh queer festival that um happens every year like end of september and um it was my first time and it was absolutely incredible uh people and the performance and all the artists uh queer artists and openly gay artists it was really really great and i still i'm I'm telling you like i'm still there like my soul and my head i'm still thinking about it i can't believe it actually happened and my it's like a dream come true for me because for me it was very huge um festival i would say because everyone was queer and i'm an openly um lesbian artist well and i can hear your excitement coming through (laughs) it's as though you were talking about something that just happened this past weekend and not a couple of weeks ago so obviously it made a huge impact on you well honestly i 
just returned home yesterday. <laughs> so for me, it felt like it feels like I'm still there because I just returned from California. It happened in Palm Springs, but then I stayed because I had another project in uh, Los Angeles. So I just came yesterday. So for me, it's like, okay, that's one trip. So I feel like, okay, that's just happened. Yeah, you're still coming Even when down it, from that. Like, it was, it was over a week ago, but I feel like, oh, was it? I feel like it was just like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so on a related note then, can you also talk about the Miami Beach, New York, and Washington, D.C. events that you've performed at? For anyone listening who is an aspiring performer themselves, how are you getting all these bookings? You mentioned a manager before, but do you have a booking agent? Do you just know the right people? Are you doing this on your own? Just walk us through getting those opportunities as well as telling us about the events themselves in those three cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, most of the things I'm doing because I'm an independent artist, I'm doing myself. But I have my manager and we're always working um, to find some gigs for me. And somehow we meet incredible. What I will recommend to anyone who's an artist listening to me right now. So if you go and perform like at the dinosaur, we met incredible people. Just that if you are a good person and you're kind and you're actually sincere, you're going to attract the same people to you. And if you have your target and please have one goal in front of you, like if you're an artist or like musician, be a musician. If you want to do musician, being a musician and painter, it's going to like not really help you. Like maybe with your artworks and you can just keep it uh, help yourself. But if you're like dividing your attention into two, two things, it might not be really good. So what I recommend, just keep being kind and sincere and you're going to attract people on your way. They're going to help you with your career. So for me, the same thing, people I met at Miami Beach or at New York, because New York Pride was my biggest first Pride. We were on the float. We were performing right on the floor. It was it was like huge and um we met people there they um invited us to perform the next year and um a person who we met at another performance in miami invited me for miami beach pride Mm. so it's mostly i would say yes people you know but people you know you meet these people you have to still work on meeting these people if you're sitting in your bed you know nobody's going to come to you just like out of the blue and say hey would you like to perform there and there you have to go out there and um as long as you, because if you are not um, honest or just like everything is fake and you're just trying to make it in your career and just use people, that's not going to work. It's going to work maybe for that week. But then people know, people will figure out, you have to be real person, nice person, kind. And that's when you're going to attract people who are going to help you with your career. And so far, I'm super grateful for the people I have that surround me. And um, so far, all the gigs I'm getting, it's literally people contacting us or my manager contacting these organizations, you know, and be like, oh, I have this artist. Would you like to check out her EPK? And they would check my EPKs when um, it's a collected material, like your music videos, videos from your performances. You send it over and people like, okay, you know, if they like you, they're going to book you. And so far, that's worked for me. And I'm super busy with my schedule. But um, I'm still super excited. There's still so much to do. And I want to perform at the festivals, like my biggest, like big festivals, like Global Citizen or like, not like Coachella yet, maybe. But I'm, you know, that's in my dreams and my target goals. (laughs) Well, I think you deserve to be there. And I think if you continue to approach things the way that you are, it's going to happen because... I'm of the same mindset as you that if you're good to people, then good things will happen to you. And you're totally right that if 
if you're a phony about it, people are going to see right through that. And the opportunities <laughs> are not going to be at your doorstep the way they are for just being kind to people and getting out there and meeting. So I'm I'm right there in step with everything that you're saying. Thank you. Since we just talked about different things that you recently did, past tense, let's shift to what you're doing currently. I've got to say that in preparation for our interview today, I watched some videos on your YouTube channel, and they are just top-notch, very cinematic. Oh. So the bar oh. has been set high. so sweet. Yet right now you are working on several new music videos. What are you at liberty to disclose, meaning yeah. which songs they're for or locations where you shot or release dates for these videos or anything like that? I tricky question. <laughs> you know, usually, usually you're not allowed to give any information, but I'm so excited. And honestly, I'm always tempted to just say, oh, my God, guys, are you excited as much as me? Because this and that is coming up. But um, I definitely want to say that I have a music video shot in pandemic for the song Genius. I have a song called Genius. And the video, because it's quite, it's very like dramatic, let's say, and also very inspirational. But it has this like dramatic character to it. And uh, when in the pandemic, when I was stuck at home, I was like, oh my God, how about, and we live in New York, how about we use this opportunity, go on Times Square and just like use Manhattan, free, like when it's empty and crazy and looks like there's apocalypse happening. And mm. like, this is like once in a lifetime experience that yeah. you can experience, even if it wasn't a positive, but you know, we have to we're still living through it so you, we use the opportunity so we shot the music video pandemic time in manhattan when people were ma wearing masks and it was like empty times square for the first time in life i think was <laughs> empty and we were sure i was walking through time it, it's incredible i am actually super excited for this video to come out it's in the editing process right now but um the music video oh can i say that can i not uh, <laughs> um <laughs> music video that's like literally I hope it's gonna come out before the end of the year for my let's make love song and that was also also shot a while ago in London mm. it is it's not like it's a location video so it's not like I'm walking on the street so nobody can see London so it's not like about London but it was shot there and um, it's almost ready and uh, it's about to be out so that would be the next release but the projects that I'm super excited for and I'm working on uh, will be more cinematic. So I have several songs that I wrote uh, that are they have this cinematic character to them. As you mentioned, you can see in my videos that a lot of them have are cinematic. That's what I'm really into. And um, there's a lot of work that I did myself on my videos, like all of it. <laughs> but the editing grading all of this is um, my work and I'm very drawn into this uh, to this uh, like cinematic video and cinematic music so several songs I'm working on gonna be cinematic style with a cinematic arrangement Fantastic. and I'm also yeah creating them with a producer I worked before who created song um, my queen who made the arrangement for my song my queen Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I already can't wait to see both of those videos that you just described, and I know that your fans and those listening are going to be anxious to see them as well. I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York by singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and fashion model Kiana Key. Visit her official website at kianakey.com. I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode 
on my podcast website, nhte.net. Once you land on her website, you'll see lots of links, perhaps most importantly, buying downloads of her music from Apple Music. There is a link there to find Kiana on Spotify, so do give her a follow on there, but don't just stream her music. Support her by, as I mentioned, purchasing downloads from Apple Music or other online digital music retailers. Kiana is very present on social media. On the homepage of her website, you will see links to engage with her on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Speaking of social media, there is a lot of talk around when is the best time of day to go live on one or more of the very platforms that you just heard me mention that Kiana is on. This is another reason why I want you to understand the difference between that type of live versus putting yourself live on the OWL app. Now remember, this is not a sponsor. They're not paying me to talk about them. I just want to help you make more contacts that can help you in whatever your career is. When is the best time to network with other people? Exactly. It's a trick question. It's always a good time to make new connections. So put yourself live on OWL any time of day. Remember, going live on there is not like doing a live video, a live stream on social media. It simply means that you're available for people to call you through the app. And of course, as I've said before, that in itself is a nice feature in that you're not having to give out your phone number to anyone. Try it out on my podcast website, nhte.net. Tap or click anywhere it says home, and then read the article I have posted there under the headline, Help Now a Phone um, App Call Away, to learn more about OWL. I've also got links in there for you to download the app for free from either the App Store or Google Play. Plus, you will see my invitation code, which is a required field as you're setting up the app on your phone. Get on OWL and start on your way to making great new connections for your career. Kiana, as much as I know that there are fans of yours that will come to this episode of Now Hear This Entertainment, and to those folks I say thank you, welcome, and do check out other episodes of the show. I have been fortunate to get listeners from 162 countries around the world, which means there are people who are going to just be getting introduced to you for the first time. For that reason... Can you take us back to the two big moves you made in your life, meaning going from Latvia to the UK mm-hmm. and then from the UK to New York City? Just kind of where were you both mentally and musically that nudged you enough to make each of those moves? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very good question. Um, well, honestly, I was I was raised and I was growing up in Latvia. And I already started making music. I was writing, I was singing, but it was all not serious. Because in Latvia and people that are surrounded that surrounded me, it's like, okay, it's not taken seriously. It's just like a hobby, you know? Yeah, you can sing, you can paint, you can do whatever, mm. but it cannot be a career. So in my head, I'm just like, well, I love singing. Let me just, you know, but I'm going to school. Let me, you know, study. I wasn't taking it that serious. I wasn't taking it as my career path. So when I moved to London, it, London was my first destination because it's just like two hour flight from us. So my mother went for work pur- purposes and then I moved and um, I was like, you know what? It's much better. It's much different in this world. Whatever I was raised with, the thoughts I was raised with and thoughts that were put in my head are not true. That's not real. That's not mm. how people live or can live because we are very, 
we kind of raise to be closed-minded or accept things that people put on us instead of listening to yourself, listening to what your heart desires and wants to do. It's more like, oh, you know, this neighbor or like my friend's daughter went to be um, a lawyer or I don't know, art, whatever, right? Anything, any profession. And kind of like they tell you to try and do the same so they kind of want you to do the same as anyone else but uh in london it completely opened my eyes i was like oh my god people are like so cool people can do whatever they follow their dreams so i went back into kind of into inside myself and think what would i want to do well at that time though i right away as soon as i moved to london i was modeling so that was my first thing so i was like okay i'm gonna be modeling this is super cool i love doing this this was my idea nobody put it on me so um while i was doing that I was, why won't i go back to singing and i started performing live at the open mics and just doing cover songs with a band live band it was super cool but i wasn't writing my songs at that period of time i was just like you know what let me perform because there were a lot of nerves like it's not it's a it's time you know you got to get used to that because I wasn't performing when I was a child so that's what I was focusing I was modeling that's how I was making my money and um performing life but I was in cover songs like Sia Mariah Carey like all these songs that I love mostly from the 90s and Sia that was the current artist at that time and uh then I had a very complicated very difficult breakup with my previous partner and that like killed me it completely changed my life I was like devastated I was like it was such a difficult breakup for me and I decided you know what I'm moving to US why not like let me just wow. completely change change my life because when you're in pain the thing that can help you get out of this depression and pain is changing your uh, location i think it's one of the biggest biggest steps that can help you overcome something like you know emotional like pain or a loss of somebody so you're moving somewhere like especially relationship you're moving somewhere else and you start from the clear or your clean state you know you're starting from the like a new book so that's what i did and i was like listen why don't i go back to writing my own songs because that's what i liked from being a child you know i loved it i loved singing why am i just perform why was i performing only cover songs and i was like okay so a big move big step in my life and i came here all by myself my mom stayed in london everybody's still there and i'm here alone so i was like i came here and um, that's when I decided to 100% um, take music as my career and uh, work on something that I love, something that, you know, only I can know, you know, if I failed or not, right? Because till you keep going, you're still uh, getting closer to your dreams. That's what I think. Wow. Wow. What a story. What a story. And it's interesting because... I made the mistake of, and it's always a bad word, assume. I assumed, oh, well, she must have moved to the States because just solely, solely for music. I never considered, well, maybe there was a <laughs> something in her personal life that she needed to get away yeah. from or wanted to make a change. So while we're talking about moving, though, let's talk about New York itself. It's well established that New York, Nashville, and L.A. are the three major music markets in the U.S. You've been in the Big Apple for seven years now. Mm -hmm. It would seem to me as though you landed in the right spot. Is that the case, or could there be a move for you at some point where maybe L.A. becomes a better fit, or perhaps even Miami? 
Well, I am absolutely in love with New York, but I also love LA and Miami. And it's funny because my friends, even my friends, they're like, okay, are you, where do you live now? In Miami or LA or New York? Like, I don't understand. And I am based in New York. That's where I have an apartment, like where I'm renting, where I live. But I'm always traveling because my producers for my music are mostly in LA and Miami, which is funny because honestly, I should be doing music like staying here in New York, but no, I'm always traveling to Miami or LA because of the style of my music, I think. That's the biggest point because palm trees, like LA, it's warm, it's tropical. My music has this like tropical taste to it. Every song, you know, it has this like exotic tropical pop, reggae, reggaeton style. And I think it helps when I write. I, I love the environment. I love this um, tropical climate. It's just like everything is, in, everything can inspire you to write a song, you know? And if my music has to bring sunshine to people, why don't I go there and actually take the sunshine, record it and put it in a song and send it to listen? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I love traveling. I, I'm kind of like around the three states. To be, it, it doesn't really matter to be based, I don't know, I tried moving to LA and Miami, but something just brings me back to New York. There's nothing like New York. It's just leaves all the time, 24 seven. There's something happening. There's always something to do. I don't know. It's just like, my heart is kind of stuck here for now. <laughs> but right. I tried moving to LA and I tried moving to Miami. And they're often though, I'm very often there. So you were talking in there a little bit about what your music sounds like. I've been referring to you as a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist because during my preparations for this interview, I read that you at some point began to learn piano and began to learn guitar. Was that just for songwriting purposes, or how has that progressed? Are you actively playing both instruments, even if just at home and or in the recording studio? Is it something you work at with any degree of regularity? No, I'm actually, um, I'm putting all my time into performing and writing music so far. It's just like physically I don't have enough hours in a day. <laughs> so my piano and guitar skills, I only use to write and start the idea of the song, to put lay the chords down and write a song over it. Then I take that package with the chords and my uh, you know, recorded melodies over it to the producer and they record the track for it. Like the professional with all these like huge instruments and just like all these programs. Um, so I don't, as much as I would love to um, keep improving and I also like saxophone and violin and everything. I'm actually, I really love playing musical instruments, but it's just physically, if I would be focusing so much time on musical instruments, this is not what I'm, what, I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be a musician. I'm mostly trying to be a um, singer and I give uh, as much as, uh, like, put as much of my music for people as possible. So I try to focus all my time on that. Yeah, and I get that. But at the same time, I think you do deserve some credit because to the extent that you are able to play the guitar enough to do it what you just described and to play the piano enough to do what you just described, which is that you know the chord structures and you know the chord progressions and you're able to get it down enough to hand something off to a producer that makes sense. I'm applauding you because you at least 
are accomplished enough that you can get that far. Some people can't even do that. So I totally get what you're saying, that there's not enough hours in a day and that's not where the focus is. But I'm still taking my hat off to you nonetheless that you are at least that accomplished with those instruments. Thank you so much. That means so much. I have also been referring to you as a fashion model as well. Congratulations on all your success that way. And audience, you will see some of what I'm referring to when you look through Kiana's Instagram in terms of some of the modeling posts that she has put up. But my question here, Kiana, is are you able to leverage the modeling work into opportunities for your music or have the two been very separate from very independent of one another? In the beginning, it was. It was just like modeling. I would make money. It would make me, you know, money to put into the music. But right now, it's incredible because the people are saying it's more like a recognition. Like people will find out that you're an artist. So they want to shoot you for another campaign because it's like cross promotion as well. So your followers for the music going to see the product or whatever they are trying to, you know, show to the people like some outfits. So it all works out. It actually helps one another right now. That's great. A lot. That's great. From what I see, you do perform at a lot of events. Is that the blueprint you want to follow, or are you considering doing an actual tour at some point instead? And if your answer is, I plan to stick with how I've been doing it, what have you found to be the benefit of that approach instead of a traditional tour? I love both. I am planning, and I was planning, uh, that's before the pandemic, I actually had in mind to release a new album and go on tour. That was the plan, but everything like was turned upside down. So right now, because I have a full album, songs written down already and in a process of recording, it's either going to be a full album that I'm going to release and go on tour, because that's the best way to promote and meet new followers, new people, and just like let people hear you. That's when I'm going to do a, a tour. But so far, because my events are all over the United States and London and uh, Europe, it's it's working. It's almost like a tour, you know, like I'm always somewhere at some state, perform in some state, performing at some events. So it's kind of working out, was working out. So I'm going to definitely keep doing that. And as soon as I um, release my new album, I'm going to go on tour. Okay. That's I think, in my, yeah. I think plan. you just dropped a little nugget there that you did not mention earlier when I was asking you about the music videos that you're currently working on. It sounds like there's a new album coming from you. Are you at liberty to say when that might be out? No, just because uh, it also interferes with this video. So I would have to plan carefully. So probably the video is going to come out soon because it's been a while in the making. So I kind of want to release that. And meanwhile, I'm working on recording the songs. So I'm also going to have to decide if it's going to be the album or I'm going to release singles because everything, it's such a long process. Everything's taking so much time, like editing and um music production and recording and mastering and mixing so everything is so long so i don't also want my listeners to wait too long so maybe i'm going to release singles so they can hear the new music faster well but clearly since we're in the middle of october i don't imagine that there'd be any new music before the end of the year we're talking 2024 yes no maybe a song maybe i'll be able to um, release one of the songs before the end of the year and one music video Mm -hmm. wow Wow. And then everything else into next year. So you mentioned before that your producers that you work with are primarily in Los Angeles and Miami. Does that mean that you're recording in those cities or do you actually record in New York? No, I record there. 
like I'm actually always I travel there to record. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I assume, but I just wanted to clear that up. With the time that you've spent in music videos, and I would argue even coupled with the modeling work that you do, is there any chance we might see you immersing yourself into the acting world at some point? I mean, after all, it's no secret that you look so, so much like Zendaya, and she certainly has had success with music modeling and acting. Oh my God, it's funny you said it because I just received a proposal <laughs> to be starring in one of the reality shows on Netflix and I am considering it, so I'm still thinking about it. But it's funny you said that because I literally just received an invitation to be a part of it. Wow. So maybe, maybe, wow. <laughs> maybe. I love the synergy. We were meant to meet for certain reasons and at this certain time. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. As we turn the corner towards wrapping this up, I want to make sure I give you a chance to give your drummer a shout out because from everything I see, she is a big part of your music. Yes, absolutely. I love her. Her name is Milatina, and I always, always, always love inviting her and just like I want her to be there with me all the time because throughout the year, like this time that we're performing together, it's just she became a part of me. So we're also very connected and you can see like when we're live, it's just like we are one. And absolutely, she's incredible. She's she's also based here in New York. Let's clear up something else too. I wonder if people are going to hear this interview and listen to what you said about Goddess and all the different remixes that continue to get sent to you. Since you just said that you're working on a new album, I imagine that it's you writing original songs, that you're not looking for people to send you beats, you're not looking for people to send you remixes. Am I correct? Well, yes. So far, all the songs that I've written were solely written by me, unless it's the collaboration like with Zay Berger. She wrote her own verse there. And all these songs for the new album, so far, they're all written down already. But um, no, I'm always open. I'm open to collaborate. I'm open to new beats when I have time, because right now my hands are full for sure that I need to finish this album. But I'm always open. Why not? This is incredible. I love to collaborate with people. And um, I would love to do more of the cinematic stuff in the future. Yeah. And clearly the old cliche, there's strength in numbers. You're bearing that out because... Obviously, to be able to do all the different collaborations that you have done, it just kind of reinforces what you said earlier about making relationships and getting to meet more people and more opportunities that come your way. And let's face it, from a business standpoint, too, it makes sense because now you have someone else who's promoting your project for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like two forces joined together. Absolutely. So it's great. It's also great to have a featuring artist on your song because then you have auditorium from them, your listeners, and their listeners. So it's beautiful. And also people can learn something else, you know, some other style. Because I also love combining different styles of music. Since you mentioned, and I'm not asking you to reveal anything about your album, I just want to understand your songwriting process in general. It, do you draw inspiration from any particular stimulus or is it kind of maybe you come up with a theme or some concept that you want to write a song or an album about? Where does that come from? Honestly, it's all my thoughts and, and my feelings, my inner self. So I would be like, when I feel down or low or depressed, it's just like, I want to write a song, you know, like, and I just like go inside of myself and just write about it. I'm usually, um, I don't really take stories that happen around me so far. So far, it would always be something that I am experiencing at the moment or what I'm going through. I see. I see. Yeah. 
do you find that you usually start with lyrics first, with melody first? Did the mix of the two, are you stronger at one than the other? Melody first. Huh? 100% it just like comes to me and I would be recording just like no 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 like no 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 like you know melodies like with just mumbling or whatever and then I would sit down and carefully write the lyrics hmm. but the lyrics and the theme of the song would come out from the melody so it's very actually interesting when I write and when I try to come out with the melody it will be whatever you don't know what's going to come out like what is going to be said or it's like like fun song you don't know so from the melody that i'm mumbling there i would be like oh this feels like that and that and the lyrics would just flow over it so i would start writing by listening to what i have recorded or or while like singing that melody and i would write the lyrics over that so that melody that came out out of me would inspire the lyrics if that makes sense yeah like yeah you know yeah we're going to close today with another one of Kiana's original songs, one called Goddess, which, of course, is the song that we heard her talk about being remixed into 13 different versions for the album that came out in June. Kiana, before I let you go and I play that track, share with the audience first all about this song, if you would, please. Goddess is all about empowerment. It's super inspirational, motivating, and it's just like keep going and don't lose your focus it's literally believing yourself you are the one you're a badass you're a goddess so it's all about that and it's an incredible song in the morning you can listen to it in the morning in the evening like when you go to the gym it's just like something that gives you so much strength and um just like being proud of your own self like you you completed whatever you completed like all your tasks you are going for your target you are going to achieve your goals it's all your work and you should be proud of yourself and you're the goddess you know it's interesting because a lot of times i will ask a guest do you remember where you were when you wrote that song or do you remember when you wrote it or what inspired it and i feel like what you just described and Kiana and I are just meeting each other for the first time but hearing you say what you just said about goddess Kiana i feel like that song is just pouring out of yourself who you are as an artist and as a person. So I imagine that it didn't have to take anything to inspire it. It just kind of came naturally and flowed out of you. Am I right? Oh, my God. you just like, it's so true. And even like when you, I don't say that to myself. I don't feel it. But you said it. I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. Uh, honestly, yes. That's what you kind of like want to tell yourself. That's something that that force that keeps you keeps moving you forward. So I want to hear that. And I wrote a song for that. So it's also for myself. You know, I want myself to listen to this song because, you know, when you we all feel low at some point and we need that little like force to keep moving you forward. Yeah, that that reminder, that dose of inspiration. So <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Great way to end. Kiana, thank you so much for making time to be on Now Here This Entertainment. I really enjoyed the conversation. So nice to meet you. Thank you so, so, so much, Bruce. And honestly, I just wanted to say extra huge thank you for you to running this beautiful podcast for your incredible questions. They're actually really, really, really good and deep. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me here today. And to all the listeners, take care of yourselves. I'm sending you all my love and just stay safe. Thank you for those kind words. It really means a lot to me. Seriously, it really does. And folks, with that, I will wrap up another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and fashion model Kiana Key. Do visit her official website at kianakey.com. As I mentioned before, I will have a link to it on the show page for this episode 
on my podcast website, nhte.net. Today you heard about the album she released in June, The Goddess Remixes. Get it now from Apple Music or other online digital music retailers. Follow Kiana on Spotify, but remember, don't just stream her music. Support her by purchasing downloads of her music from Apple Music or other online digital music retailers. Today, I followed Kiana on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and I'm sure she would appreciate you doing the same. Use the logos, the links on kianakey.com to follow her on those three, as well as TikTok, and to subscribe to her YouTube channel. For that matter, let Kiana know that you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. I do truly hope that you like this show, that you're enjoying what I'm doing every week on the Now Hear This Entertainment podcast. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you for having stuck with Kiana and I, and I'm going to assume that that means that you do like the podcast. You can take action to let me know that you appreciate the work that I do to keep making this show happen every week, every month, more than nine and a half years without missing once by going on my podcast website, nhte.net, and then using the yellow Buy Me A Coffee logo that you'll see there. This is not a sponsor. It's not affiliated with any brand or chain. It's just a fun way for you to send your support, your thanks to me, including a note that I will see when you utilize that option. You can also just head directly to buymeacoffee.com slash Bruce W. That's going to do it for episode 505. Thanks ever so much for listening. I'll send you out today with another song from Kiana Key. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Goddess. You're a badass bitch. You're a goddess. Goddess, you goddess, you got this. You're a badass bitch. You got this. Look in the mirror. Who are you? Let your inner child remind you. All of the failures that you face doesn't define you. Don't let it divide you and let it remind you. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess. And whatever you do, you're the hardest. And wherever you go, don't forget that. You got this. Can't break me, don't forsake me. Me, myself, and I, that's who made me. And nobody else can make me less than I am. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess. Goddess, you goddess, you got this. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess, goddess, you goddess, you got this. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess, goddess, you goddess, you got this. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess, goddess, you goddess, you got this. Look in the mirror, who are you? Let the inner child remind you. All of the failures, all of the failures that doesn't define you. Don't let it divide you, let it just let it remind you. Goddess, you got this, don't let them deny you. You're a goddess, and whatever you do, you're the hottest. And wherever you go, don't forget that you got this. Can't break me, don't forsake me. Me, myself, and I, that's who made me. And nobody else can make me less than I am. You're a badass bitch, you're a goddess.